0: a jets fan yes as a battered jets fan hello
1: you play to win the game (laughs) like i can't how am i gonna do that how do you make that that jump i appreciate that let's go eat a damn snack we're taking receipts and i can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around no question about it i am ready to get hurt
0: again Welcome, everybody, to episode number 65 of the Battered Just Fans Podcast. I am your host, Andy Granada. alongside me, I got two other battered fans. Man, I listened to that intro and heard Edward says, you play to win the game, and we better not do that this Sunday. But mm. without further mm-hmm. ado, let me bring in my uh, two co-hosts today, waiting on a third, Mike, the stat guy. How you doing, sir? Oh, wait, wait, before we do this, we got to do this correctly. Let's let's see. Right. Let's let's bring in
2: Mike with that there it is. With <laughs>
0: that, there it is. In that background, the tank is on the Tac
2: Mobile. What is going on, everybody? Yeah. So the uh I got the Jets, the New York Jets tech mobile up in uh ready to go.
1: Oh my I god, you. I just noticed the just end the season. I yeah, just noticed that daddy. I did not see that before. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't it's, seen that either.
2: Yes, just end the season, baby. You know, you oh know that, it's god. that time of year again, it's Christmas time, you know, festivities are going around. We got a, we got gifts underneath the tree. And, um, yeah, the Jets, uh, you know, they're the gift that keeps on giving, my friend. They just keep on uh. doing what they got to do, uh, to us each and every year. But, um, I digress. So, yeah, so I'm ready to get going in this, uh, in this episode today. A lot to talk about here. And, um, and yeah, go is over there, go over a few things here. Is, is, is yeah, there not, a lot not to talk too about? Much.
1: Not too much to talk about. <laughs> How you doing, Manny? I, I'm doing amazing. Listen, there's no need to put the Dolphin fan on the big screen. We could go back. We could go back to this one right here. We could go back to that one because I'm not tanking for anything. I'm not taking. We we up right now, you know, ten and yeah, four, you, baby. You feeling good? We're yeah. feeling good. We got Dallas coming into town. You guys have a little bit of history with the Dallas Cowboys from earlier this season, where Mikai Parsons basically ran shop on you guys that earlier, single handedly by himself, by mm-hmm. himself. So obviously, I'm a little worried about having to face that beast uh, this upcoming Sunday. But outside of that, we got three difficult games left, mm-hmm. but. Uh, like you and I discussed on the Dolphins show a little while ago, even if the worst case scenario happened where we finished 10 and seven, you still make the playoffs. Ten, 10 wins probably still gets you into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. obviously we don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. I know Jets fans do want that to happen yeah. for me, yeah. but outside of that, I don't think it will happen, but I, I'm doing amazing, man. By the way, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy. To, to all, to, to all the people who are listening, watching. Um, Except for one Jets pod who said the Dolphins were going to get slammed this past Sunday. But obviously (laughs) that didn't happen. But yeah. All right. So uh, this game is, uh, well, actually before we get into the game. Right. I
0: want to get into the the Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers apparently, officially has been said he isn't coming back this year. Mm -hmm. But like Manny and I were talking about earlier, got activated onto the 53-man roster.
2: That everybody lost Mike, their
0: minds. <laughs> Mike, I wanna hear what you have to say. Do you have any insight on this? Because we have no idea what all oh, that was goodness. about.
2: Yeah, so this whole thing that went down when it, when it comes to him being activated. So, look, this is part of his process where, you know, we'd, we'd rather not have him on the sidelines. So, we want him still being able to practice, still being able to go through the motions and, and be able to come back healthy next year. Now, here's the thing, you know, obviously there's a 53 man roster, and him uh, being here, you know cost a roster spot for us so we now we have to ha, you know have 52 technically 52 active players so we mm-hmm. had to uh essentially cut nick bowden who was our fullback who by the way only has one yard on the entire season right so has
0: he blocked anybody this season
2: has he blocked any yeah we don't have we have no you know blocking at all on offense right we're the 32nd mm-hmm. ranked offense he had one yard i think he has one yard in on the entire season uh i understand that it's it, you know it's christmas time but you know you know, we got to cool our jets here a little bit because he's still getting paid. He's still on the practice squad. He's, he, he is fine. He's still going to be with us. Um, but uh, yeah, this is just part of the the whole process uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. He, you know, we all knew this was coming and, and obviously he's not playing, but he needs to hold the roster spot to be able uh, to go through the progressions and be able to uh, continue his rehab uh, to be able to be healthy for next year. So Manny, that's everybody.
1: That's the, So I'm saying that's the only reason that you guys activated him was just because, for him to continue the motions, he has to be on the active roster.
2: That—that's what I gathered from it. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Go ahead, Danny. What was your question?
0: <laughs> I was gonna—I uh, was gonna ask you. Everybody has now said after hearing that he officially said he was never gonna come back. Right? Like, it's—it's no. it's too short of a time for me to come back and play. Mm-hmm. Everybody's calling him an attention whore. Do you think he that is- there was any real possibility that he was gonna play, or is this all for show?
1: First of all, I do think that Aaron Rodgers is an attention whore. I think mm-hmm. that. I don't care how great of a player I think he is on the field when he's on there or how let's go based off of history, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't come for me right now. Based off of the history, Aaron Rodgers on the field is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game. But he's always been an attention whore. Always has been an attention whore. Everything that involves Aaron Rodgers is about look at me, look at me, look at me. Even the day of the draft, him falling. Like I could just remember his smug face not believing that he was dropping that far. But again, everything about Aaron Rodgers is about attention. But I do believe that he did want to come back and play football for the New York Jets this season. Now, granted, Danny. Do you think he would have? I think he would have if, let's say, things would have fallen differently if you beat the Miami Dolphins, if you beat this team here, if you beat that team there. Like some of those close losses, if they would have turned to wins, I think Aaron Rodgers would have 100% suited up on December 24th like he intended, and he said on the Pat McAfee show, and he would have played – for the New York Jets again this season. But, let's think about it. As much as cocky as he is and as much of a tension whore as he is, there is no upside whatsoever at all for him to step on a football field again this season behind this atrocious O-line. There is no point. Because you know that at your age, there's a very high probability that even if you take a hit week what, 18, 17, what, what is it, 18 now? Mm-hmm. Even if you take a week 18... You can be done again, for, and and I know you're going to have like eight months to rehab, but you're an old guy. You don't want to go do that shit again. There is no upside to him stepping on the football field again this season. But like Mike said, him being on the practice field, him taking second team reps, him just showing off to the cameras, ooh, look at me. It looks good for his profile that I beat the timeline that everybody else set for me. But I'm not going to play again for, and that's that's what boggled my mind. I'm glad that Mike, you explained the way you did it, what you thought it was. I don't see somebody else losing a roster a roster spot for Aaron Rodgers if he had no intention of playing football again this season after the Dolphins lost. I, I I don't see it. If anybody's smarter than me about how these things work, let me know. But there was no point in cutting anybody on this team to make a roster spot for Aaron Rodgers. That I agree with. Now. One more thing, because I don't want to
0: talk, to take this whole episode talking about Aaron Rodgers. But sure. one more thing I did want to t- touch on before we move on. He said that he sees himself playing more than one more season. I, I saw that. I saw that. That annoyed me. Mm. Because I, and again, maybe everybody gets hyped up about it. Sure. But when I think about this, where is the Jets' future? Sauce Gardner. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, all these kids are going to be in what? In two more years, they're going to be in that extension period, right? Right before the fifth year. Our core is win now. But if Aaron Rodgers sticks around for two years and we go all in on win now, and if we end up winning a Super Bowl, boom, it's, everything's beautiful. But let's say hypothetically we don't. Where does that leave us? Because at that point, Aaron Rodgers leaves the core of this team. It's time to pay up I I don't know how we're gonna be looking and and maybe I'm thinking too far ahead and I shouldn't be. I think you are, but but when he said two years, I'm like, dude, let's just one year at a time, my guy. Say that you're gonna play in 2025 one year, after one pass, 2024. Throw a, pass for us. <laughs> <laughs> throw a damn, yeah, you know, like yeah. Why is he saying these things? is it like like why are you, do you talk the way you talk? Just say I'm ready for next you know year and we'll you see know why and we'll see how things go in 2025. Why say that? Like just can we can we talk about hypotheticals though?
1: A few weeks ago, I said everything I with somebody,
0: him is hypothetical. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, for my sure. Sin. He hasn't completed a pass yet. So, hypothetically speaking, I mentioned the other day about cutting his salary off, and you're going to take a huge, monstrous cap hit, right? Yeah, it's not going to happen, huh? Right, right, right. But if you're in the hypothetically speaking, guys, just follow right. me here for a second. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're thinking about <laughs> re blowing the thing up again for like the fourth time in five years. If that's the case, why not take what the Dolphins' route did a few years ago, Danny? If you remember this correctly, they cut Ryan Tannehill, they cut, cut Indomik and Sue, they cut a bunch of big ass contracts that your boy Mike Tannenbaum had had handed out like cakes. We took a huge cap hit. We were obviously terrible that following season, but then all that cap cleared up the following year. And what and the point I'm getting to is. Year three, and I know Jets fans don't want to fucking hear this. I know. They're going to fucking start adding me. But year three, after cutting all these discussing salaries, you still have a plethora of young talent. Hopefully, Joe Douglas is gone for you, Mike the Stat Guy. But you you can see the sun rising on year three where, like you said, Danny, him coming out and saying, oh, I could play two more years. You're basically stuck with the same bullshit next year in the hopes that Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy. Right, and get you to the promised land that he was supposed to do this year. Wouldn't that be better to see a year three rebuild where you have more cap room, you can sign better guys, than having to deal with Aaron Rodgers again in year two? That is my hypothetical question to you guys. I don't know who wants to answer it first. Go ahead, Mike. Go up, Lilavie.
2: Yeah, so here's the thing, and I definitely see where where both of you are coming from. Now, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers um, and our free agency, right? Last year we were trying Sorry. to, you know, do do what everything we could to get him in the in our building. We we went so far to to bring in Hackett to try and entice him. We brought in um, Alan Lazar to try and entice him. Randall this Cobb this year though. Everybody well, well, Billy Randall turner after you know. Randall Cobb came after he he came in. So so all these um there there's this uh, narrative going around saying that he brought in all these all these like trash players, right? Yeah. Those players, Randall Cobb and the Billy Turners of the world, those players were never meant to see the field, right? And or or very, very, very limited time on the field. Sure. I can see that. This year's a little bit different because the Jets have never had a Hall of Fame quarterback at the time of free agency. So I think that he's going to, I'm not saying that we're going to get all these, uh, you know, great players that want to come for us, um, you know, a la Robert Hunt. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and, and, you know, we can talk about that a little bit, later, but, but I digress anyway. So we're going to, I think we're going to get a couple good players that want to come play for us because he is, you know, he's going to be here at the start of free agency. Now, when it comes to this whole, you know, Oh, I'm going to be here for two more years. Like, like Danny was saying, you know, let's take it year by year. And even furthermore, let's take it, you know, throw a pass for us first, throw a touchdown for us. You know, we, we brought him in with the intent of, Hey, this roster is loaded. It's ready to freaking go. We have a top, uh, three defense in the NFL like we can we can make it with this guy but this past game right against the Dolphins it, it is clear as day that this is not a quarterback team a, a, away from the Super Bowl we have so many um, you know holes on that on that offensive line we need to completely revamp our, our and, and here.
1: Mike Mike how, how's your cap situation look like going into next year
2: so the salary cap right as of right now uh, we have uh, this year, we have about five or 6 million left over that we can transfer over that will roll over to next year. Uh, not gonna to gonna, gonna, it's not going to get us to a lot of players, but we're going to have about 20 million. Now, if we were to cut um, John Franklin Myers, and Absolutely. if we were to cut Laken Tomlinson and, and Osama, yeah, Carl Lawson, it, actually, he's not under contract. He's, he's um he, he there's like a five mil. Yeah, there's the, actually the fact that Douglas didn't today, I wait um, wait didn't I
1: just say that before she ju- before they jumped in? That's exactly what I said. But again, that's just my two cents. Go ahead, Mike. Oh yeah,
2: sure for sure. We need we definitely need a blueprint for the Dolphins and pretty much do what they did. But um, yeah, to answer your question, we're gonna have about twenty million, and then if you, if you cut those three players, Uzama, yeah. uh, Conklin or not Conklin, Uzama, uh, uh JFM, and who was the other one? I said I said um, there's another one. Oh Tomlinson, Lake and Tomlinson. We no, CJ Mosley. <laughs> CJ might be either he can restructure, or he might be able to survive okay. uh, another year. Okay. But, but um, those three cuts right there will bring us to about fifty-five million dollars. So that's not going to do right. a whole lot. That's not going to. But do you can lot. play
1: around with it. You can play around you with play fifty-five around million dollars.
2: We can get a. We can get a. You know, maybe two or three, maybe impact players a, as well as our draft. And by the way, this is before restructuring. We have to understand here that the salary cap, by the way, Hold is a, a myth. The salary cap is a myth. It's it's Mike, it's, it's Bigfoot. It's it's uh, I want to, I want to,
1: de- I want to debunk you because I know Danny wants to get in this, but I want to debunk you here for a second. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of faith in what you could potentially cut, re sign us over. But doesn't, doesn't this all hinge on Joe Douglas still being the GM of this team? Which obviously you don't want, you've repeated right. and reiterated this for several weeks. You would have to have faith in Joe being able to restructure, being able to cut, and then being able to sign the right players for the New York Jets team. You have faith that that's going to happen? I,
2: I have faith that he'll be able to restructure uh, contracts, which by the okay. way, so like
1: I was saying, so the salary cap
2: is, is completely uh, a myth. And what I mean by that is if you look at the teams like the New Orleans Saints, every, each and every year, if you go on over the cap.com, every single year, they're about a hundred million dollars over the cap, but every single year they somehow restructure deals in, and and, um, you know, kick that can down the road and basically, yeah. uh, and, and basically, you know, um, spend their, their present, on the future. And so yeah. that's what, that's what I think we could do. And I think that's what the intent was bringing in Rogers in is that we want to win now. So the, sure. but here's the thing though. I, I, I don't like that Rogers is saying, you know, the whole two year thing, it, it, you know, we gotta, we gotta get out of that mindset where we want to win. Now we we are so desperate for the playoffs. We are so desperate as a franchise uh, that we haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. Not only do we want to make the playoffs, but we want to, we want to go all the way. We want to get a, a Lombardi. In fact, Aaron Rodgers, when you came into this building on your press conference, you said that that Lombardi trophy was lonely lonely. and -hmm. that you want to, you want to come here and you want to win. So I don't want to hear two years, none of this stuff. I want to hear, Hey, next year we're coming for you. We're we're, we're the New York jets. We're going to win the freaking super bowl. We're going to add the pieces that we need to add. He already mentioned that he's, you know, he's going to be recruiting, which is good. But uh, you know, like you were saying bearded, no, I am not a Joe Douglas fan, but as of right now, I don't see us getting rid of Joe Douglas. I mean, look at look at the offensive staff. How does um what is his name? Um Keith uh, Warren, I think his name is, or whoever our offensive line is. How does he still have a job? How does uh how does Nate Hackett still have a job? It's because that they're all probably coming back surprisingly. I don't know how. But if if we are in the same position next year, then you know, everybody's got to go, including Aaron Rodgers. But sure. um but yeah, I, I think that uh, he's going to bring in a couple pieces. I think that that um, you
1: know, if Joe Douglas
2: Uh, is still here. We just got to hope and pray that he picks the right, the right, um, you know, prospect there with our uh, top 10 pick.
1: What about you, Danny? You you think that obviously relying on the capability of an Aaron Rodgers coming back for the next year or two, or do you would you fathom any potential rebuild again and just cut your losses where they are? No, no, okay. That worked for the Dolphins
0: at that point, they had been what out of the playoffs for what almost 10 years, right? And we were like. 8-8, 9 seven, We have a roster that could compete right now. I, I truly right. believe that with a slightly above average offense, this is a Super Bowl contender with their okay. defense.
1: Okay.
0: Could you imagine rebuilding and saying, hey, this draft's going to go 15, 16, 17 years? I I, I want no part If it happens, but they're trying to stop it, Whatever. If they openly just blow it up and I just have to sit through this crap for another three, four years. No, I don't want to hear that. And then the Aaron Rodgers thing, like I said, I don't want to stay too much on it, but real quick, Aaron Rodgers at 41. And the last season that he was fully healthy this last year with the Packers, like he was necessary. It wasn't like a huge dip, but it was a slight dip compared to the rest of his career. So he had a slight dip his last year that he played with the Packers. And now he takes a full year off. And we expected forty-two and forty-three-year-old Aaron Rodgers to just come fact. in and ball out. I don't fact. know how he's gonna look.
1: I don't know how he's gonna look. His play which, could diminish. Which goes back to my point. Why not just blow it up now? Because let's say, let's I need say, to see it. I get it. But let's say that you're in a in a season right where Aaron Rodgers does come back, and let's play. Let's say that he plays at a level of a oh, man. I'm I'm not trying to be disrespectful here, but let's say. He's playing as, ba- as bad as a rookie Bryce Young. Let's say he's playing as bad as a. Give me another quarterback that, that I don't isn't think having to play that bad. But I, I, maybe like like
0: <laughs> like a Joe Flacco.
1: Right. Okay. Let's say he has a subpart type career left in him. Do you think even that's enough to after push him into the? After a season playoff? of that, yes.
0: Okay. After, cool. Oh, right. after a season, I'm okay I- rebuilding if that happens.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to rebuild right now I because when I think of rebuild, I think of, um, you know, getting rid of, you know, cleaning house, which I am in favor of. However, it also includes, you know, like you were saying, trading away all your all your assets and things like that. That is not something that we need to do. We need to do for sure. Uh, kind of like a, kind of like a reload. not like. And I think Rogers even said this, like this, a reload,
1: not a that's rebuild. A po- that's a great point right there, Mike, that if y'all don't make the playoffs or even scratch at the door that that Danny's in the hunt. If you guys aren't there knocking the door next season, you have to blow everything up. By the way, real quick, Danny, because I know you don't want to spend too much time on this. Aaron Rodgers talking about how much of a legend and how much respect he has for Bill Belichick. Any scenario in your head that the the fandom that he has for Bill Belichick could potentially push Robert Sala out the door, and you guys go get a Bill Belichick? Because He's, I'm all he, for
0: it. I know, I know. Mike the Stack Guy and Gunny and everybody think that Bill Belichick is overrated. I yeah. don't think he's overrated. I think yeah. that he would change that locker room because the respect that he would demand when he comes in there, I would not be seeing any of those
1: rings on with unnecessary rings, I mean, like, roughnesses and all that numbers. other shit.
0: Look, it, it would be a game changer with Aaron Rodgers there also.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, just throwing most, that out there. No, and just oh. and just imagining possibly. Winning the Super Bowl with Bill Belichick at the help, it'll be like when we when we watched Daryl Rebus be like, win it with the Patriots.
1: Yes, that's it'll true. be
0: similar to that. So, um, but whatever, I, that, right. I don't think, I think that that's ever gonna that happen. Was, that was, that was, that, was that,
1: that was a hypothetical. That was a
0: hypothetical. yeah, no, of course, no, that's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. Bill Belichick no, it, had a chance it, that he left it, us after a day.
2: It's like, um, it's like getting the I think it was like the Deathstone or something like that in Avengers. We had we had to like throw your loved one off the side, it's like. Pretty much, you have to sacrifice all your dignity, all your pride as a Jets fan, and be like, "All right, I'm going to throw it all out the window to, to yeah. you know, bring in Bill hey, Belichick." The win. It I would have taken May. Tom
0: Brady if I could have gotten him when he was available, but whatever. Yeah.
2: What about right. What about Tomlin? I know I'm going off here, but what What Whoa. if Tomlin shakes Whoa. loose? Oh my god! Oh. He's not going to oh. shake
0: loose, though. He's not going to. He's no. not going to admit that he failed. I would, but, it. I would but, love it.
1: But oh my it. god! Oh, hell
0: yeah! I take him over Belichick.
1: I, I hope. I hope you guys get this guy from the Chargers who just got fired. What's his face? I hate you. All right, moving on. <laughs>
0: All right, so we have the commanders coming up. Now, Mike, you're all in this, on, the, on the tank train, or the tank.
2: Oh, 100, 100%. Right. So 100%. you
0: know how the draft positioning is going right now. Yep. I said, yep. I think, and without even breaking down the commanders, their players, how they've been playing, their right. rankings, nothing. Mm-hmm. I just said the Jets are going to win this game. For no other reason than it would be the worst thing that they could possibly do. So I am convinced that they are going to win this game. What really? happens if we win this game? What happens if we lose this game? As far as okay. draft
2: position goes. So if we lose this game, we could be as high as, currently, right, we're the number seven pick, right, in the in the NFL draft. If we right. lose this if we lose this game, we could be a, as high as the fourth overall pick. Oh, if we go out and win this game, uh, mm. you know, obviously there, there's some other teams that are that are gonna be playing as well this week. Mm-hmm. If we go ahead and, and win this game, we can go as as uh, Low Hi. as the 13th, yeah. High, Hi. yeah. But now you look at it, yeah. So we, as the, you know, the 13th overall pick. So we're mm. talking, this is this is a pretty big game here when it comes Listen,
1: to the 13, 13, 13 is a good spot, man. Tegan Jr. might be available at the 13th spot, just throwing that <laughs> and out his there. family and his family. <laughs> All right, uh, I don't yeah, think so Jets we'll, fans get that. Uh, no, they won't, they won't, they won't. Uh, uh I
2: also s- want to throw out a stat as well before, before, um, sure, paper. you
1: are you are Mike the stat oh. guy, throw that stat.
2: Yeah, so I am like a stat guy, I gotta throw out a stat here. So the New York Jets haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. Every single team at the start of the year automatically has a 43.75% chance of making the playoffs statistically. 13 years in a row, you would the, the chances of, of some of one team not making the playoffs 13 years in a row is yeah. at 1.28%. You can you can literally out of a hundred times Almost, you know, almost 99 times so out of 100, like- right? At, in a simulation, you're one that one team is going to make the playoffs, but because we're the New York Jets, we are that one percent. Isn't that awesome? The, we got top. So. You know
1: what? Listen, Mike. If people really enjoy this show, and I'm going to get my mic real close to the to the to my mouth here, if people really enjoy this show, they're going to stop tuning in because every week you give them <laughs> even more of a reason to be even more battered. About their fandom, (laughs) about this team, because if you thought it was bad, ladies and gentlemen, Mike the Stat Guy will find a stat to make you feel even worse about you liking the New York Jets.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's rough on this side. Yeah, Joe Douglas um is uh, three three and three and twenty against uh, divisional opponents. So stop that, stop that. All right, Danny, listen, I told you before the show, it's it's basically the thirty second ranked offense. Versus mm-hmm. the 32nd ranked defense. It now, is Mike, literally,
0: I'm, literally the movable object against the,
1: what was it, uh, the stoppable force versus the movable object. Yep. M- Mike, I think you would appreciate this. I'm in a conundrum, ladies and gentlemen. I am Danny's league. I had a bye week in both leagues that I'm in. Boom. Number one seed, your boy out here. But here were my options, Mike. Because Danny Fantasy already football. knows this story. Fantasy football. Here were my options. Start my Dolphins defense versus the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve or start the Baltimore defense versus the San Francisco 49ers on Christmas Eve. Oh my God. So so when you when you hear that, you're like, I'm trying to win some money. Nobody's gonna that like even in, in a scenario where either defense could get you like what two or three points, you don't want that. You want to try to maximize because once you're in the playoffs, you try to maximize as many points as you could get. You know what I went ahead and did Mike the stat guy? I went what ahead and picked there? up the Washington Commanders defense because they're playing Ooh. your New Year Jets this Sunday, so smart that is, that is my starting defense for this weekend's game.
2: Yeah, you're a genius. Yeah, you're living in 2030. that, that, that is, you know, <laughs> that
1: was a smart move by you, Danny. you, you, I, you, I, Denny, you I, don't look the, at you appreciate that too much.
0: No, it's just that I because I I it, this would be better if the Jets lose for draft positioning. I sure. think they're gonna they're gonna run it up like they did against
1: the Texans. Well, let me ask you a question. What what's giving you that that thought process that you you so the Texans game this season so far, Danny, has been a one off. That's literally what it is. It's been a one off that you've seen Zach Wilson play that well. That you've seen this offense look anything outside of inept. What makes you think they could do it again? Is my but question the, to you that the Commanders are a thirty second ranked defense. But you don't think that they could pull a rabbit out of their hat and play really well against your New York Jets and Zach Wilson? Maybe. Maybe, and that would be great. Like I said, I, I
0: rarely, rarely root for my teams to lose. Yeah. But when it comes to the last two or three games of the season, like, that's it. The year's basically over, and at this point, I can see where the draft picks are. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, F it. Like, just fucking lose. Because it's, it's so close to the end. Now, now I can see the draft positioning, right? Like, in the beginning of December, I have a hard time doing that. But yeah. it's Christmas Eve. I'm going to be watching this game out of my, the side of my eye because I'm going to be with family. Like, I, I'm not fully invested right now because it's so crappy. Why I can just lose? Give me a top three, four pick so we can get an offensive tackle that the kid alt from, was it Notre Dame? Like, we need and, – yep. and I and I know Mike keeps talking about, and, and Gunny, about Marvin Haverson Jr. We need offensive line help. That's yeah, what we need. If you want receiver, go get Devontae Adams or get, get somebody else in free agency because right. skill positions – there's plenty of them. Maybe not as good as Marvin sure. Harrison Jr., but there's plenty of them. Good offensive tackles, those don't come around as often. I agree. Get yourself a solid offensive tackle with your first-round pick, and if you can get that kid out of Notre Dame, you get that kid. And for that, you probably need a top three to five pick. So I'm all for it because that's what we need right now. So all right, are we going to go ahead and pick this one? Yeah, Yeah, there's, there's not that much to talk about. I really give a shit about yeah. this game. All
1: right, uh, we'll start with you, Manny. I listen. I picked up the defense. I, I don't know if you remember this, Danny. There was one year where everybody was picking. I want to say it was like the Oakland Raiders back when they were in Oakland. That in fantasy football, everybody kept picking up that defense, whoever they played against, because you knew that whoever was going to play the Oakland Raiders, they were going to bomb on them. So whoever the, you p- picked that defense, this is I had that same feeling when I saw the Washington Commanders on uh, on the free agency wire and that goes back to how i'm gonna pick this game i don't trust zach wilson i i i want to because you saw, i i used to give him his flowers and i'm like this kid's arm is talent you get him outside the box and Danny, if when you watched um when you watch hard knocks this week for the dolphins you saw mike mcdaniel say it. if you give this kid time he's gonna be able to sling it and if you get and if you allow him to get outside the pocket that's when he's really gonna hurt you I still feel that same way about Zach Wilson but my thing is people also notice that so now they're gonna put two and two together they are not gonna allow Zach Wilson to get out that, out the, outside that pocket and they're they're not gonna allow him to um, hurt you and now Garrett Wilson's having a, a field day with how unhappy he is Alan Lazard is still a scrub Randall Cobb is still 45 years old it's like there's nobody on your team that gives me pause to say you know what I I don't feel comfortable about this so I think the Washington Commanders win this game handedly. Sam Howell plays pretty well, a better version of Zach Wilson, and I think they beat you guys twenty-seven-six. Oh, wow!
0: the The Bears put up forty on this fucking team.
1: Yes, they did. And you have Justin Fields. Zach Wilson is not Justin Fields.
2: Uh, there's somewhere around the I same. I think. Uh, I think Trevor. I think Trevor Simeon is is playing this week. I think. By the, the way, concussion
1: protocol. Shout, shout out! Oh. Even better. By the way, shout out to the Houston Texans picking up the best quarterback and free agency wire, your boy, Tim Boyle. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> he knows the system. <laughs> That's how it
0: goes, isn't it? All right, Mike, what are you thinking about this game? Oh, Prediction. man, I
2: think I think this is going to be a complete embarrassment, a complete joke of a game of an NFL that football That stadium is going to be empty. It's going to be empty. It's going to be so bad, and rightfully so. It should be empty. Christmas you know, Eve, two, Christmas Eve, two you know, two of the worst uh, you know teams in the NFL right now. You know who, who's going to want to go and watch that offense? Come on, are you man. guys are you guys uh,
1: selling tickets for forty five cents as well, like the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons were doing? It, no, if I had no. one,
2: man, I, I'd, I'd sell mine for like a pack of chewing gum or something. I don't know. All right, fair enough. But um, but yeah, so get it back to the game here. I I think this is going to be a complete joke. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that um, the what well, I, I here's the thing there's two teams that I cannot um, either say that we're going to win or say that we're going to lose. The one team is the dolphins. I can't vote against the dolphins anymore after getting completely, you know, looking like a clown last week. I'll never again count out the the dolphins. Um, And even, even in in this week's match against the Cowboys. And secondly, I'll never, you know, from now on the last three games, I cannot say that the the jets are going to win. I just can't. So, Especially with that offensive line that we have, and then the the musical chairs of quarterbacks that we got going on. Which, by the way, Trevor Trevor Simeon, I thought would do, you know, not. I I knew he was never a good quarterback, but I thought he could move the ball a little bit and look competent. I was completely wrong. So even furthermore, I was a clown for that one. Trevor Simeon is absolute garbage. Okay. Um, With saying that, I think that I think that um, the Washington Commanders are going to score ten points. I think we're going to score six. I don't think we're going to get in the end zone. Um I, I, I think that, uh, you know, our defense is going to keep them at bay for the most part. But our, our ineptitude on offense is just going to, uh, you know, put them in positions that, that they can they can score. So uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say 10-6 commanders and, you know, bring on that tank.
1: Danny.
0: OK. Um, I unfortunately think that the Jets are going to win this game. It's going to it's going to be a horrible atmosphere in that stadium. Because maybe if it wasn't Christmas Eve, people would still show up, just have something to do on a Sunday football season. But it's Christmas Eve. You want to be out there with your family? That stadium's going to be empty. Uh, The teams suck. Trevor Simeon, if he's playing, I feel less confident that the Jets will win. Uh, But I still think that they'll manage to somehow pull off a victory. And I'm going to say the Jets win 20-16. to I'm going to say 20-16 to is going to be the final score. And uh, I hope I'm need. wrong. I I hope I'm wrong because I think it's like I said, it's more beneficial, and we need that offensive tackle. But that, that's where I see this going.
1: All right, fair enough,
0: man. Uh, horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, any final thoughts there, bearded?
1: Um, I, I I I I appreciate that even as battered as you are at this moment, you still see a glimmer of hope that somehow, some way, as bad as your New York Jets are playing. That they can still pull off a win against the Washington. That's Commanders not hope. Rope. No, that's not hope. That's that's me going against what I want to
0: happen. Ah. because that's 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 how horrible this franchise is. We lost, we were 13 and oh, manny. We're three yep. losses away from Trevor Lawrence, three yep. losses away. I remember,
1: I remember and then Frank we went Orr. two
0: in a row. Yeah, I remember, and then Frank Ward gets that first down and starts... But still, the crazy. fact the
1: fact that you could even see a scenario that your Jets would fuck up so badly that they could pull off a win, and I know that's something like an oxymoron, ladies and gentlemen, but it's basically what Danny's saying. But still, that means you still have somewhat of hope that they can put something together to screw you at the end of the day out of a top five pick. That's all I'm saying. The fact that you think that this team is capable of doing that, that means you have a little bit of tiny faith that they can find some way to shoot themselves in the foot. That's that's just that's just my final thought. How great would it have been if they just would have lost that Texans game? We would have been sure. out mentally. We would have been mentally out of it two weeks ago. I- <laughs> Instead of having to hear Mike, the stat guy, say you guys are going to the playoffs and beating the Dolphins. But yeah, that's my yeah, final yeah. thought. <laughs> All
2: right, Mike. Any uh, final man. thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, pr- pretty much. You know, let's just end the season here. I don't know if you can see the the um, thing over in my my uh oh, we'll there, put but. you back
1: on the big one we'll put you back on the big one hold on here you go there you go yeah so so pretty much um you know just end the season I'm ready to get these
2: these next three weeks done and over with and you know get looking forward to the offseason and um you know I'm looking forward to being back-to-back offseason champs here and uh you know r- running it back here so but but speaking of running it back though if we lose these next three games there is no way that this staff this regime can can be can come back and it you know i know aaron rodgers is coming back aaron rodgers is back he didn't he didn't uh, say it he here's the thing aaron rodgers can say whatever he wants and, he, and and he can want whatever he wants but he's not the owner of the new york jets right apparently he is jets, apparently he is mike i mean the owner of the new york jets is bill belichick but you know we got to we got to we got we to gotta bring we got to bring bill belichick and the dolphins apparently but, um, you know, we got to we got to, um, you know, check with with Mike McDaniel, make sure everything's OK with him. If, you know, t- if so, we can make some changes because they own us. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we got to make sure that that, you know, we can clean house. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is staying. if we lose the next three games, we got to clean house. We got to we got to do a reload, I not agree. a rebuild. Um, and, um, yeah, just just bring on the end of the season. Danny, your final I, thought I'm, on that because I, 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 I do feel that yeah. if you
1: go, if you do go zero and three, you have to clean house. Somebody I, needs I, to get fired, and firing Nathaniel Hackett only can't be the the scapegoat here.
0: I agree with you, just because Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be the only reason that you lose two less games than last yes. year. Yes, because last year 100%. this this point. this roster is better than last year's roster. And I know there were injuries and all that other stuff, but even our starting quarterback is the same as last year, Zach Wilson. So there's no reason you should win two less games than last year. So for that simple reason, they need a clean house if they lose the last three games, which, by the way, Mike and I and and Gunny are all rooting for. So we're rooting for them to lose the last three games. (laughs) But if if it happens you got to clean house because you can't end the season five and 12 after winning seven games last year. I don't care how the season ended last year.
1: All right, my boy, lead us out.
0: With that said, if you are listening on radio or audio, I'm sorry, if you're listening on audio, we appreciate you sticking with us all the way to the end. Please leave five star review, comment, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like subscribe. For those of you that joined on the chat, we appreciate you jumping in and commenting and joining us on the show. As always, my battered fans, go ahead. uh, Drop that like. We appreciate Mike. Bearded joining and uh, talking some battered football and until the next one, have a good one.
2: J E T S just on the
0: season.